Hello and welcome to the Block Solid podcast where we talk about the evolution of the property market, the newest technologies that enhance and revolutionize the world of real estate as we know it, and how we, the owners, the buyers, the renters, the investors, and the entrepreneurs can benefit from it all. I'm Yael Tamar, co-CEO and co-founder of SolidBlock, pioneer in real estate tokenization, and I'd like to welcome Andrew Thompson as my special guest on today's episode. Hi Andrew, how are you doing? Hi, yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Nice to see you again. How is everything? Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Sour block is great. You know, Israel is could be a little better, you know, but it's going to be amazing. So this podcast is about what we're doing with London Chelsea. Andrew is the president of London Chelsea Limited, a real estate group based in the heart of London. Andrew has many years of experience in the London real estate market and purchased his first London investment property over 20 years ago. Andrew holds an MBA, master's in finance, honors degree in economics, and has obtained qualifications from the Chartered Institute for Securities and Investment in Corporate Finance and Fund Management. London Chelsea was established in 2012 to buy and develop residential properties in London, and they're our partner in creating London Digital Bonds. So thanks for joining me today, Andrew. You're welcome. Tell me about yourself and your career in real estate, how you got there. Yeah, I guess originally when I left university, I went down to London and I started working for an accountancy firm, KPMG, a long time ago now. It was back in 1998 in London in the financial services. And at the same time, I bought my first investment property. And I just remembered over, I bought a very cheap place at the time in London. It was a £120,000, which is obviously very low for the London market. And I just remembered I worked very, very hard for KPMG for three years in London. And I was obviously earning, you know, okay money. But at the end of three years, I sold my investment property for £342,000. So I'd made over £200,000 on my first investment property. And I thought, you know, this is really strange because I've worked very, very hard for an accountancy firm for three years, getting up at six o'clock in the morning every day, working at weekends and everything. And I've earned about three times as much in that period from just buying one investment property. So I think that for me was the introduction into the London investment market. And we're very fortunate in London in that We have a market which is very stable and very resilient. And even when we have downturns, the market is not really affected very much. And if prices do fall slightly in London, then they recover very, very quickly. So it's a fantastic investment market. It's very, very good to be involved in that market. It's good for us as a business to be able to make money. And it's also good for investors to come in because it's such a good investment market, particularly right now. Yeah, absolutely. So why is now a great time to invest in London? Well, it's see that in the major cities around the world at the moment, that property prices are rising. If I go back to the generics of London, I mean, we generally have seen in London that property prices increase all the time. Okay, so London has always been a very good place to put your money. One of the reasons for that is that a lot of international investors see London as a safe haven. So particularly, for example, Asian investors or Russian investors or Middle Eastern investors, they look at London as a very, very safe place to put their money. And they know that over a period of time, they're going to always make money for London. So the London market's always been you know, very propped up by the international market. What we find generally in times of a recession is that 
People like to put their money into what they consider to be safe havens. Well, see, for example, at the moment this week, the investment markets have been very volatile. There's a lot of concern in the markets about inflation at the moment. So you've seen the Nasdaq has fallen and you've seen a lot of investment stocks, particularly the growth stocks and the technology stocks are falling slightly. And it's times like this, when you've had a big issue like the coronavirus pandemic, that people now get very concerned about holding their money in traditional asset classes such as equities. So they like to, a lot of investors, put their money again back into the safe havens. So you'll see it if you look at the real estate markets in the major cities around the world in the last few months, the prices are rising quite significantly in those areas. We're seeing the same thing in London at the moment as well. I mean, we've probably seen this year alone property prices increasing from probably somewhere between 6 to 10% this year. So now represents a very good time. I would generally say the London market is always good any time to invest in. But particularly at this moment in time, we are seeing quite a big increase in prices. Oh, got it. Absolutely. And this keeps going up, right? Are those the prognosis? Yeah, it always does. <laughs> Sometimes the market in London sort of like levels off a bit. It very rarely goes down. What you generally find is that if there's less investor demand because people like owning properties in London, they don't sell. So what you see in times like last year at points, perhaps at the start of the pandemic, when prices were starting to ease down a little bit, is people just take their properties off the market. So you see a very small number of transactions compared to the normal. So it's just a really safe place to buy in London. And that's why we have so many investors coming in into this particular market. Yeah, absolutely. So I heard now in the United States, the inflation is through the roof. Is that something that's happening in the UK as well? I think it's 4.2 for the US right now. Yeah, I mean, we are expecting inflation to increase. I mean, obviously, you know, the government has been following for the last 18 months a pretty strong stimulus package and people have been staying at home and not spending the money that they've received. So we're seeing that I think in all Western economies, really, there's a huge level of liquidity in the market. Certainly, you know, my investment bank saying to me that we have to be careful of inflation at the moment. And I do expect that inflation is going to increase in the UK as well. What you have to look at is whether or not this is just like a transitory thing and it's a short term thing or whether it's going to be a long term thing. But in terms of the real estate market, inflation is not really affected so much by the real estate market. It's one of those sectors that actually performs very well in an inflationary environment. Exactly, exactly. And this, the products that you guys offer are mainly yielding products, right? In general, what London Chelsea has been working with is buying and selling real estate fairly quickly, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we try to not get ourselves too exposed to the markets, actually, whether it's going up or going down. I mean, Typically, our investment strategy is not so much buying in places and holding properties for long term. So we wouldn't generally buy a property and hold it for five years expecting, you know, 30 to 40 percent capital growth. That's not really what our company does. Predominantly, we buy and sell properties. We're a property trader. So we buy properties at discounts to the current market value. We normally do a little bit of refurbishment work. We then put the properties back on the market and typically sell our properties within six months. 
So obviously, it's nice if the property market goes up, for example, 5% over a six-month period, we make an additional 5%. But as our business strategy, what we're basically doing is we're buying properties below market value, and then we're selling them at the market value. So we typically know what our gains are going to be at the point that we purchase our properties. Exactly. And now that we have London Digital Bond, the model there for a minimum of £5,000, an investor can put in money in a bond that's essentially tradable and liquid and get 10 to 15% annual return. So I feel for anybody who is concerned about inflation and having their funds sitting somewhere, I think this is a great win when you can get 10 to 15% on a quarterly basis, which kind of you know keeps up with the inflation, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's obviously in this particular market, having fixed income that's paying, you know, a very high rate of return between 10 to 15 percent. It's a fantastic investment opportunity. I think, like I was saying, we have to be very careful at the moment about what's happening in the markets, in the investment markets. They seem to be pretty spooked at the moment. People don't really know what's going to happen. And this is the first time we've ever exited from a pandemic. So people are very uncertain about the future. And, you know, I know a lot of investors don't like that uncertainty. And the good thing, I think, with investing into London Digital Bond is that you're guaranteed a 10% interest per annum. And then, of course, a bonus of up to 5% as well, depending on the performance of the business. So in terms of right now, I think this is a very good investment for investors. I think so, too. So I understand that because of the pandemic, we've seen a lot of mortgage repossessions. And that's also something that you guys are involved with heavily, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're obviously buying properties below the market value at quite heavy discounts. And we generally buy from very motivated buyers. And those buyers are generally in financial difficulties. Now, in the UK last summer, because of the pandemic, the UK government actually put a stop on repossessions. So we had a period of nearly a year where no repossessions went through because obviously the government was in a situation where it wanted everybody to stay at home. And it's quite difficult to tell people that they have to stay at home if they lose their houses. So we had nearly a year of no repossessions in the UK and repossessions have just started again from this month. So the thing is, is that unfortunately with repossessions is that it by stopping those repossessions for a year you were just effectively delaying the market so the market has now got a huge number of properties that are coming onto the market that are going to be repossessed over the next six months and we're certainly finding that since repossessions have started now again in the uk that there's a huge amount of stock available for us and this is one of the reasons that we're raising capital through the london digital bond is that we can therefore take advantage of the best opportunities that are there. I understand. So on top of that, just a few months ago, PricewaterhouseCoopers named London the second best place for property investment in Europe after Berlin, surprisingly, in my opinion. And, you know, London seems to be probably the most stable place in that region right now. Yeah, I mean, London's always been an extremely stable market. Like I say, the London market attracts huge amounts of investment from the rest of the world. I mean, I live in the the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, and they say that 80% of the transactions that go through in my particular borough that I live in happen to overseas buyers, and only 20% happen to actual local buyers. So, you know, you have this huge amount of foreign direct investment coming into the real estate market. And 
when people invest from overseas, sometimes they invest into some of the bigger cities in the UK, such as maybe Leeds or Manchester or Birmingham. But typically, most investors want to be in London as being the capital city. That's where they see that London's really the international city. So we see the most amount of foreign flows coming into London. And that has always, over the years, held up the, the investment market in the UK. Understand. So are these people renting those properties out or does that create kind of this ghost town feeling? No, not really. I mean, you know, London has always, central London in particular, has always been a place for renters. That's just how it is. I mean, property prices in central London now are so expensive that, you know, the majority of people that move to London can't afford to live there. So, you know, within central London, you have a, you have a huge rental market. It's always been like that. The rentals market in London is very, very liquid. What you've actually found in the last, I would say, six months or so is that rental yields in prime central London have actually decreased. I mean, for example, in in the borough that I'm in, that I mentioned before, the borough of Kensington, Chelsea, we've seen a 10 to 15 percent reduction in the rental yields there. The reason being is that people have decided now that with the pandemic is that they really want a bigger place and they want to have a spare room so they can work from home. Mm -hmm. I mean, this whole idea, I think that companies thought, well, you know, our staff are going to work from home for a year. And then after a year, they're all going to come back to the office. Well, what we're seeing in London is that people don't want to go back to the office. They're used to their, you know, at least a couple of days a week working from home now. So a lot of people have moved out right from the central of London and are now moving out slightly more into the suburbs. So we're seeing a reduction of yields right in the centre. But then we're seeing that places on the edge of London now are starting to increase, particularly the bigger places. And this works very well for us because our our typical market for people that know the London uh, tube map, which is what we base it on, is that we typically invest our money into zones uh, two to six, which is outside the absolute centre of London. And we're finding now that a lot of the good deals that we're looking at are slightly further out in the zones. Yeah, absolutely. So, Andrew, if you weren't doing real estate, what would you be doing? Well, I don't know, really. I quite like art and design. <laughs> I, I have quite a nice like, small art collection and I spend a lot of my time down here in the south of France in, in Monaco. So I like traveling. I like art. I like doing all various different sorts of things. But one of the nice things about being involved in, in art and design is, of course, you know, within the property industry, it's quite creative. And I actually really enjoy working with the builders on the properties that we buy, designing the houses. So okay. most of my time is working on the investment side and dealing with investors. I do try and um, stick my neck in quite a bit and get involved with the, <laughs> with the builders and, you know, just sort of slightly enhance our designs to make them look nice. So that's what I kind of like doing in my spare time. So when you do the fix and flips, you guys also do a little bit of redesign in the place? Yeah, it depends. I mean, when you talk about the flips, the flips are generally done without any building work. So the way that a flip normally works is, let's say we have a property that comes along that's worth a million pounds, for example, and we may get offered that particular property for 700,000 pounds, okay, because they're seller, okay. 
What we would typically do on that is we exchange contracts on the property. So we sign a purchase agreement. So we're legally obliged to complete on the property. And we normally set a completion for eight weeks after we exchange on exchange contracts. So we exchange contracts at a purchase price of £700,000. And then we have to complete eight weeks later. Before we complete, eight weeks later, we find another investor. We have a big database of investors and we offer that property to one of our investors at a discount to the million pounds. So we would typically, let's say, offer that property to them for £900,000. Okay, And then they complete on that property eight weeks after we've exchanged contracts. We basically pass the contract onto them. And in that situation, for example, we would make a £200,000 profit. The benefits of doing that is we never actually complete on the property, so we never have to pay stamp duty on the property, so we avoid paying that. And so all of the flips that we do are typically an eight-week strategy, and they just make us a decent margin on what we agree to buy the property for and what we sell it on to our investors. And of course, our investors are very pleased to do that as well, because they're still getting a very nice property at maybe a 10% discount to the market value. That is really, really cool. I love the model. So is this the model that you guys always follow or do you have additional types of properties that you buy with London Chelsea? No, I mean, we generally have three strategies. One is the flip strategy, okay, which works quite well. The second one is the refurbishment strategy. So, for example, we just bought a property this morning, as I was telling you earlier. And, you know, we've bought this property for around about £600,000. We'll spend about £100,000 refurbishing it, £700,000, and then we'll probably sell it for around about £850,000. So we'll make £150,000 on it. And that's typically, we quite like doing that. It's a very easy business model in London to do. We target somewhere between £100,000 to £150,000 on uh, profit on each property that we do. And the timescale for doing that is normally six months. Okay, so from when we agree to buy the property until we've sold it to somebody else is typically a six month period. So over a 12 month period, we're typically doing two properties on that particular strategy with the, with the money that we've got. So that's the second strategy. The third strategy is that we keep some of our properties. So although I said right at the beginning, that's not our main strategy. If we're buying properties in areas that are going to see that we believe are going to see particular growth. I mean, for example, there's a lot of areas in the south of London at the moment and parts of the east of London that are seeing quite substantial growth, that we will generally buy the properties, refurbish the properties, and then let the properties and keep them. So we do have that strategy as well. I would say that we probably do about 60% would be the buying, refurbishing and sell within six months, and then probably 20% would be the flips and 20% would be keeping the properties. So we choose one of those three strategies when we're buying properties. And what I would say is that before we buy the property, we know what our strategy is going to be. So we decide, we always believe that in the property market, the profits, you know, before you buy the property, we're not speculating about the market moving up or moving down or whatever. We know what our profits are going to be before we purchase the property. And that's one of the key things that we do. Love that. So Andrew, with respect to what we're doing with London Digital Bonds, how can liquidity benefit these investors? What do you mean by liquidity? Do you mean by being able to sell the properties quickly? Yeah, being able to sell their investments quickly, you know, instead of holding it for five years. 
Of course. I mean, this is one of the big risks that people always have when investing in property is that you need to be able to make sure that you can sell the property. You know, it's one thing about properties can go up in value or they can be increasing 5 to 10 to 15% per annum, you know, naturally according to the market. But the other thing is always being able to sell the properties. And I think that's one of the USPs of our company. I mean, we only buy properties that we know we can sell quickly. You know, if we looked at 10 different properties, one of the key buying criteria that we've got is how quickly can we sell this? Because we're effectively property traders. You know, that's the core of our business. Probably 80% of our business is property trading. It's buying properties and selling them within two to six months once we bought them. So we always make sure that the market is very, very liquid. So it always means that we're able to sell our properties and we've always got sufficient cash flow within the business to make sure that we're able to pay investors. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, the investors that we have in London Digital Bond, they have a possibility to sell their digital bonds on an exchange. So, you know, whether or not the market itself is liquid, there is definitely liquidity in the digital market, right, for investors who are interested in participating in the London property market. So, you know, that's why essentially we're creating this structure with fractional investment and doing other different interesting things on the DeFi market as well. So that's something that I'd love to talk about possibly on the next podcast to see how we actually leverage the decentralized finance market to get the liquidity that this market needs. Great. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, obviously, we hope that all of our investors hold their positions for the whole five years. But obviously, one of the best things about investing into this is effectively the liquidity that you offer through the exchanges is amazing. So, you know, whenever clients want to exit their position, they can. And I think that that's really beneficial. Yeah, they're exiting the position and transferring the rights to someone else. So from the point of the client, you know, from the point of the fund itself, like yourselves, you know, you're still in the same place right? You still have a customer that's holding the bond up until the end, right? It's just the buyers are changing hands in between, which I think is a win-win for everyone. Great. Yeah. So Andrew, besides art, are there any other hobbies? Lots of things, really. I love Formula One. I follow Formula One quite a lot. I mean, like I say, I spend quite a lot of time down here in Monaco. So I live just across the road from Lewis Hamilton and six of the racing drivers out of the 20 live here in Monaco. So we have the race here in next Saturday and Sunday, which is exciting. So we're looking forward to that. I've got a few friends coming down from London, which would be nice because from Monday, people from London are finally, or from the UK, are allowed to travel again. We've had a travel restriction this whole year nobody's been able to go on holiday so from monday that changes so i have a lot of friends coming down here for the formula one which would be nice so yeah i'm very much looking forward to that i wish you could come down as well yeah i wish i could i love cars and sports cars in particular i've never been to a race and live but i think it should be really exciting right lots of things happening i know people come down from all over the world to watch formula one actually back in the day a few maybe a decade ago i was working at another tech company where we were starting to work with formula one to create electricity from the tracks so from the piezo you know piezoelectric setup where you can actually get uh, electricity from the motion of the cars in the track so that was a quite interesting project and you know there's still a lot that we can do in crypto and in blockchain with companies that, you know, have sports cars or 
or similar activities. And we actually are exploring those right now. So that's a topic for another day as well. Fascinating. I look forward to hearing about it. Maybe I'll make some investments into that. (laughs) Very cool, Andrew. Well, Andrew, it's been a pleasure as usual. Thanks for updating us on the London market as well. And I'll speak with you soon, you know, on our usual meetups. And thanks everybody for joining the Block Solid podcast with Andrew Thompson, the president of London Chelsea Limited and our partner in developing London digital bonds. It was great having you on. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or by visiting our website at solidblock.co slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review and spread the word. Thank you so much, Andrew. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.